Captain the Podcast. What it do, what it don't do, it's your boy, boy, Melly Montana, back in the motherfucking building. Another installment of Say That Then. You know what? Shit, I mean, is it? Is it? It could just be the Melly Montana show. I'm just saying, man. The Melly Montana podcast has got a good ring to it, man. But I'm flying solo, like polo, man. I got my man Bear in the building, a.k.a. Keith, a.k.a. the average white guy, our producer, our sole producer who's stepping in, filling in, man. How's it going, brother? It's good, man. Just got over this little cold and, man, sun's out. It's a good day. Sun's out. It's a good day, man. And we back to offer you guys up a little bit of ism, a little bit of game, man. Um... EC, he's he's out again, man. I think he's having a contract dispute, man. I think there's, I think he's not liking the language in his contract or something, man, because uh, he was unable to make it again, man. So, uh, man, I'm gonna have our lawyers talk to your lawyers. We'll get something figured out. Yeah, have your people get with our people, man, and let's let's try to work this shit together, man. You know, try to figure this thing out, man. So, how was your week, though, man? How was your week, man? Man, I was laid up all week. Man, I had this, I had this cold or this flu or something. You taking and, your vitamins? Man, I take my vitamins. Really? Well, not because my daughter got the little chewy gummy ones. So, man, whenever I'm giving them those to her, those don't I, work. You need grown I'm, adult. You need a nah, one a day. Keep. Nah, I munch those and and it works. Plus, oh. man, I, I be I be drinking like protein shakes in the morning and shit with my coffee. Really? I like I'm trying to eat Are, healthy and shit. Wait, wait, wait. You protein shakes with your coffee? Well, yeah. You can't just cut the coffee out. You gotta have that coffee. I, you know? I gotta have that coffee, man. Really? I'll be grumpy as fuck without my coffee. Okay. Do you are you are you organic or are you on a lot, a lot of processed foods, man? What, what's your diet consist of? Uh, you know what, man? I do I do like a protein shake in the morning. Uh, I generally try and eat clean. What's in your protein day. shake? Just whey protein. Oh, really? Yeah. I okay. mean, it's nothing nothing crazy. Are you a juicer? You got like you got? Nah, man. I do smoothies sometimes, like vegetable smoothies. I've been doing some kale and cucumbers and uh, uh, ginger. A little pear, you know, oh, okay. healthy roughage stuff. Right. The problem with the juicing, man, is you don't get the roughage. Like you don't get all the 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 the, the fiber in the plants when you just juice. Oh, okay. So I do. And that's good for what? Why do you need the? It keeps the your roughage. digestive system clean, man. Oh, really? Helps 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 clean it out, scrub it out. Oh, oh, okay. I never knew that. It was like a little little wave brush, man, for yeah. your for your pooper. Exactly. There you go. Learn something new every day, right on? Yeah. No, so I, I try to eat really healthy throughout the day, and then at dinner time, you know, it's whatever. I got kids. Sometimes I want chicken nuggets. Right. From McDonald's? I try not to do McDonald's, man. I try oh. and take them to Taco Time. There you go. Yeah. Taco Time is definitely an upgrade over McDonald's. Because Taco Time, you know, I know we're going off on a tangent, but that's definitely in my top three fast food restaurants. Oh, for sure. In this region. Taco time. Not yeah. Taco Bell. Taco time. Uh, Taco time. Yeah. Northwest it, favorite. Yeah. It, I mean, number one for me is is Chick-fil-A. In Taco this region, time. yeah. Chick-fil-A, Taco Time, man. <sighs> I don't really have a number. That's that's pretty much all I fuck with. <sighs> uh uh the little the little Churches. Mexican spot. Church is not nah, Church's nah, chicken. Nah, nah. What's the little not the Kudoba, what's the little Mexican spot that's real uh, with the the not taco time what chipotle chipotle yeah Ooh. yeah yeah okay yeah i'm gonna go yeah chick-fil-a taco time and chipotle man yeah i can't argue with that too much that's a pretty solid list that's a, yeah that's a yeah yeah come on man chick-fil-a and those waffle fries and taco time man and the little tater tot deals man with the uh habanero crisp chicken Ooh, yeah. burrito with the sour cream 
Yeah, and the little yeah, the little salsa with the ketchup. You got to mix the ketchup with the salsa, man, and the peach sprite. Ooh, I'm making a motherfucker hungry right now, man. Don't be no food, man. Well, yeah, man, my weekend was cool, man. I just did a lot of relaxing and chilling, man. Hanging out with the family, you know what I'm saying? Watched a lot of TV. I actually didn't do nothing. I was just super unproductive this weekend, man. Yo, Which man. is a good thing, man. Yeah, sometimes you got to do that shit. You absolutely have to do that, man. Take some time off, man, and just chill, man. Because we're always out here working and grinding. You know, always. You know, I don't. I don't always want to feel like I'm a slave. That's yeah, yo. That, that was a segue, Keith. You're supposed to grab that segue. Move on to Kanye West, man. It's right there on the board, man. See, I'm not used to this whole thing, man. I'm just in the background doing my right, thing. Right, right. We got to start paying attention, taking some notes, man. Well, Kanye West, man, he was really big in the news this week with his comments that uh, slavery, it was a choice thing, not a forced thing, man. What is your take on that, man? That does not sound like the smartest interpretation of what happened that I've ever heard. Right. I mean, if you consider that the, I mean, in, in some sense he's right, because the other choice is you just kill yourself, but that's not really, that's the only really, you know, there's only two choices you got in that, death or that, so. Yeah, well, I kind of understood what he was saying. I really do. I just think uh, that wasn't the right platform. It wasn't the right audience. I think if he would have been in a different setting with like-minded individuals and they were having that conversation um, and it was kept private. Yeah. I I mean, because I kind of understand what he was saying. You know what I mean? He was saying that, you know, well, I don't know how many slaves run a plantation, but we're talking hundreds and the masters are numbered in what? What? The tens or the 20? If that, I don't know how it was set up, but he was saying that, you know, I think he was saying, let me take that back. I don't know what the fuck he was saying. <laughs> let me take that back. But I think what he was trying to say is that at any given time, they should have been able to just overtake the slave masters and kill them or do whatever it took to eradicate them and to bring about their freedom. It's the same situation as the government that we live in right now. I always had this conversation with EC and another one of my buddies on a text thread. And I would say, do you guys feel like you're free? You know what I'm saying? Because I, you know, there's times where I don't, I don't think we're free. No, nah, we're not the, free. It's a question of you free enough. Yeah, and we're and we're controlled by a small few. You know what I'm saying? So we're mentally shackled. It's it's that same theory of the elephant that is, um, you know, back in the days when they used to have the uh, the circuses and whatnot, and how they would train an elephant when it was real young. I don't know if you heard that story. They would put the little chain around his ankle. But once the elephant grown, once it grew to a full adult elephant, even with that small chain, it would stay tied to the post, even though the elephant could drag that post up out of the ground and destroy the circus at any given time if it wanted to, because the elephant is one of the biggest, strongest animals on the face of the earth. But that chain around his ankle brings back a memory when he was once a baby elephant you know what i mean so you know it's mentally we're mentally enslaved yeah because elephants are smart as fuck in general yeah and so it's kind of the same concept you know what i mean like you know i I think that's what he was trying to bring about saying you know what i mean mentally we've been enslaved and so you know you got to decide if you want to break loose i just feel bad for kanye because i think that a lot of times when it comes to some of these conversations, there's no room for opinions that don't fit the orthodoxy. And Kanye's done a shitload for his community 
and for music in general and people are just throwing him under the bus like he ain't done shit before it's like you will make one mistake and you're out the door yeah i just think he needs to stand in front of a mirror a few times just rehearse it like if you're gonna go up there and say just you know rehearse it and be prepared for the rebuttal because like it was just like way back in the day when he said George Bush doesn't like black people. He's always done that. If you really follow his, you know, the history of Kanye, he's always flied at the seat of his pants and he's always been controversial, but he's always spoke his mind. You yeah. know what I mean? He's always told people how he felt. So, and when I thought about his comments, I was like, eh, I can hear, I, I understand where he's coming from because, like, within the black community and, you know, cast that we've wrapped that i grew up with we would always be like man fuck no if i was in slavery i'd have been dead because ain't no way in hell i would have been you know whoopie whoop whoop etc etc we say that all the time but if you're in that environment how do you know you know you, you don't know how you're gonna respond because you're mentally enslaved so i don't know i i just think that he was he had he was using the wrong platform wrong audience and it didn't take well speaking on what didn't take well with me as well in kanye west news was his second single his first single for the people with ti i dig that that was that was all right it was a dope track i mean i like the fact that he he would be willing to have that conversation and have tips say the things he said on record and put it out i i like the song i like the beat i thought it was a dope track then he released another single this past week called lift yourself you heard that one i didn't hear that one yet oh man is it the one with the stupidy doopity yeah i was just like okay this motherfucker's like, you know what? I'm so filthy. I can just... It's almost like his clothing line. I can just put out garbage and people are going to fuck with it, man. Dog, people are going to be $200 for a t-shirt. With holes and shit. Yeah. And this stupidy dude... I mean, like, he didn't... I mean, the beat was filthy. It led up into that shit. And I was just like, all right, Kanye, you lost me. And man, let's be honest, man. Them Yeezys ain't that hot. It's just fly knits. What Yeezys? The, the newest one? Yeah. Them shoes ain't that hot. No, the newest, newest ones. That oh, you talking about them fucking weird ass boots? No, he got some shit that look like those. I don't those new thick ass shoes that all the stars are wearing. The Balenciagas or something. There's Balenciagas. Some yes, I can't even pronounce the shit. Yeah, they're ugly as fuck. But uh, the last Yeezys, I thought they were all right. They're all right, but they weren't fucking worth the money people are paying for. Them. Nah, nah, nah. I'm not three, four hundred dollars. No fuck. No. Get the fuck out of here. I'm, I have only pair of shoes I've ever. Spent over $300 with a pair of Prada American Cups. Man, I didn't even buy them. My my wife bought those for me for Christmas, man. I've never and spent that much on shoes, man. I think the most I spent was, uh, I dropped 200 on a pair of uh, Adidas Superstars. What kind of Adidas Superstars are these? Oh, no, they were like the, the cream white patent leather with the snakeskin stripes. They were fly. Damn, okay. Did they, what, what kind of sole did it have? Did it have a boot? I mean, you bought these a long time ago? It was uh, retro? Like three years ago. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's a nice, that's expensive for a pair of Adidas superstars. But yeah, yeah I feel you. you feel I like mean, they're fly as fuck though. Right, yeah, no, I feel <laughs> you. I feel you. Shit, matter of fact, these Adidas that I got on my feet, these these boots, these are the most expensive shoes that I own right now. These were 180. They were 198 with tax. But these are the most comfortable pair of shoes I own in my closet. Yeah, no, nah, I got a Easily. pair of uh, Alpha Bounces from Adidas that are just like they're little pillows for your feet. Yeah. Most comfortable pair of shoes that I own right about now. So you didn't dig that second single, that second single that he dropped either, huh? Nah, I didn't really hear it, so I can't really give too much of an opinion on it. Well, you heard the scoopity dude. Yeah, no, no, because that, that they turned that shit into a meme. Oh, really? Yeah, because it was like apparently it was so stupid that everybody was like, "Oh my god!" 
I couldn't, and that's all he said. It was just a beat, and it was you know the little soul beats that he was famous for, and then it just came with the stupidy do bullshit. Now it's just like, yeah, he lost me. He's back in the sunken place, man. Yeah, Kanye is. I, honestly, I think you know. I think people are, are, are speculating about his mental state, and they're probably ought to. I think he's probably going through some shit. What? Too much money? Oh, well, yeah. I don't know. Did you see the interview that he did on TMZ or whatever? Oh yeah. When he was talking about he had liposuction and shit. Yeah. <laughs> like TMI, homie. Right. Like what the? He was talking about he didn't want people to call out. Damn. He's a little too shallow for me, man. It's a little too shallow for me, man. Uh, switching topics. Wale's in the news. What Wale do? Wale is claiming that he hasn't garnered the main stream success that he thought he should have had because of him being dark skinned and his African heritage. You know, because he's really from like Africa and shit. But yeah, you didn't hear about that? Nah, because honestly, Wale doesn't really pop up on my radar because. Look, I mean, here, here's the thing, man, and this is just from a fan's perspective of music. I listen to his shit, and, like, technically, he's got good flows, and technically, he's got good rhymes, but there's nothing in it that just grabs me and says, yo, I, I want to I wanna hear more of this. I want to bang this. I want to pop this. Yeah. I don't, I mean, so Wale thinks being dark-skinned and African held him back in hip-hop. Has he and when I think about locks? that, I, uh, fuck, all you gotta do is look at his label mate. I mean, Meek Mill, hello, he's dark skinned. Uh, the owner, Rick Ross, he's dark skinned. <laughs> Kendrick Lamar, he's dark skinned. Like, hey, yeah. Con. Yeah, Convict Music. I mean, like, so I was just like, yo, I think the thing with Wale, he hasn't had a good single that I feel was dope since Bad. Isn't she bad? I don't know, I ain't gonna serenade it, but Bad with the one. I forgot who was on the hook That was dope But like When it comes to his music And this is just for me um, I don't always want to feel like I got to pick up a dictionary To understand what the fuck He's talking about man Or maybe I don't know It's just his flow Or he's just Too much of a backpacker for me As you know I, I need a dope ass beat Yeah you gotta have dope beats And I gotta understand What the fuck you're talking about Yes you know what I mean? Or at so, least you got to be saying it interesting. Yeah, or you got to have, you got to be real witty, like, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying I'm like just hardcore gangster rap or whatnot, but like, you, I don't know, because his music just doesn't gravitate to me. Nah, don't, it don't do it for me either, but that, I think that's always been his problem, is he's always been like, you know, one or two degrees from being that dude that he, he thinks he is. Which is who? Who does he think a, he is? A mainstream, a, a mainstream successful rapper. I think that's... He feels like he's put the work in and he's good enough to be that. But I just think he... For whatever reason, he's always just been on the other side of it. Right. It's not like he's bad. No, he's not bad. He's just... I don't know. He's I mean, not he's relatable. I don't, I don't... I don't know. I just... I can't... I've just never been a big fan of his... Sometimes his music you're just not going to blow. Yeah. It just... Yeah. Just doesn't work, man. Speaking of the blowing, I didn't have this down there, but uh, <laughs> Childish Gambino. Oh, this is America. That video is dope. Woo! Dude is fucking creative, man. I'm a fan. See, prime example. I'm a fan of his, man. Yeah. I fuck with dude. I fuck with Atlanta. Like, I'm big on everything that he's doing. I might even go check out the Star Wars just because I seen him up in the motherfucking, man. Honestly, man, like, 
as a song, like if you just heard it on the radio, you'd be like, eh, okay. You got to watch the video. You got to watch the video. When you see that video, right? Holy shit, man! That is a huge piece of beautiful visual art. Like the the everything that he drew into that, and, and oh my god, it's just creative, man. He's just super. He's uber creative, man. He just knew how to get a message across without having to rap it. I mean, you know, it's, it's not like he's got he's dropping any kind of bars in there. You know, right. he's not rapidly rapping or anything. Nah, but the, the the concept for the video and the fact that he was willing to t- you know take the imagery of him shooting a dude in the head right. and then spraying a church choir, right? And and just and even the whole that the outfit was like a throwback to Roots and shit. Yeah, it was oh. dope, man. Everything about that man was was dope, man. And I'm like I said, I'm a big fan. Hey, do you, hey, do you check out Atlanta? Are you? I've not checked out Atlanta. It's one of them oh. things that like. Goodness, I, I binge watch shit, man. I just wait till like Go the seasons are binge over. Binge watch. It's the second season, man. You missed the first season already. No shit. Okay. Yeah, you got to go binge watch that, right. man. Do that to yourself, man. Yeah, Childish Gambino, man. Mr. Glover, man. Winning big, man. Big time, winning big. Speaking of winning big <clears throat> and being counted out, LeBron James, aka LeBronto, which he has now been dubbed, has made a fan of Keith. Keith, you're a fan now, which which I'm totally surprised that you've never been a fan. You you've never marveled at the greatness that we call LeBronto. All right, man. First off, oh, it's a confession. Nah, 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 nah. Not not confession. I've been open about. I this. mean, you started off like, all right, hi, I'm Keith, <laughs> and I am a LeBron hater. I haven't been a hater since he he decided to send all them kids to college so i i've stopped all my lebron slander since then mm-hmm. but prior to that as far as i was concerned he quit on cleveland he left he went and played second fiddle dwayne wade which like to me a, the greats never would have jordan never would have left and gone played second fiddle to somebody else Kobe never would have left and gone play second fiddle. Oh, uh, but Kobe else. got Paul Gasol. He he orchestrated no, no. a trade to get some guys. Yeah, there, no, he, okay. he brought some guys there, but he never left and was like, "I'm gonna go to somebody else's team." Yeah, but be Kobe was in L.A. He wasn't in Cleveland. But continue on. Anyways, that and and honestly, man, that receding hairline that magically reappeared and and that's genetics, man. You, you got to go look at his father and his mom. Should have shaved that head, man. Damn, Took it like that's a man. genetics. Take it like a man. Shave the head. Okay. Uh but yeah, I just, I just I was never a fan. Like I can recognize that he's like obviously one of the smartest and most talented basketball players that ever lived. Mm-hmm. But uh, and, and that, and honestly, I think man, if he'd have played in the '80s, they'd have murked him. Like if he if no, dog, if he'd have had to go oh, against Charles man, Oakley, your whiteness is oozing all out of you. Oakley right would have murdered that fool. He would have killed Oakley. You are out of your dog, mind. Oakley was just Oakley was just a. Uh, he, he was just a goon. Oakley was just the big security that you yeah. have in front of the nightclub. That's all Oakley was. No, if he'd had he to have no skill set, if he'd had to bang, Oakley would just uh, bang and grab rebounds and get putbacks. If, if LeBron had to play against the fucking bad boy Pistons, they'd have murdered him too. Ki- oh man, he would have made. Oh, are you serious? Yeah. He'd have gotten murdered back then. Keith, you wasn't watching basketball back then. You're crazy. I was watching. You were watching basketball, basketball that? Listen, Look, man. I grew up LeBron on the James Showtime is Lakers. Six, eight, six, nine, two, forty. Who can bring the ball up court? And Bill Lambeer would have who elbowed can, him right in the balls, and he how, wouldn't have done it. How, he he would have. Bill Lambeer would never be able to guard LeBron James. Okay, let me, let me give you a stat. Since you don't, since let me let me give you a little stat right here. Because Steph Curry, he just became third all time in the NBA. Three pointers made in the playoffs. 
third all-time playoffs three-pointers made. Number one, guess who's number one? Ray Allen. Ray Allen has 385 three-pointers made in the playoffs. Guess who's number two? LeBron. LeBron James. Stat-wise, he's great, but no, this is a different is league. Stat-wise. No, no, no. This, this is a different is, league, this man. This is what I, I know. This is what I'm telling you, Keith. That skill set. You said um, Lambeer? He wouldn't be able to. So if Lambeer's got to come out to guard him for the three-point line, he's going right by him and dunking. Like, it's pick your poison. How do you want it? It's how do you want it? It's pick you your poison. You can still bump and push and knock uh, motherfuckers yes, down. Yes, you can bump and push a guy that's 6'3", 185, not a motherfucker that's 6'8", 240. He's going right by Lambeer. He's going right by uh, Rodman. He's going to go right by, who was you talking about? He'd have gotten Charles beat up, Oakley. man. He'd have gotten beat up. And I don't know what, what's going to happen if they go into the locker room. He got beat up on the court, period. No, he it was just, not that, God, man. Have you ever seen a, a better physical specimen than LeBron James ever in the NBA? There's only like in a few NBA? guys that come to mind, yeah. and that's Carl Malone. Carl Malone was big and chiseled, but I think LeBron, I think LeBron's more physically fit and more chiseled than Carl Malone. I mean, let's not forget, LeBron's like 33. This is his 15th year in the NBA. Nah, listen, like I said, I stopped my slander of him. I will admit that today he's probably the best player in the game. I think the only other guy you can even argue is Steph Curry. I would say Kevin Durant, but continue. I agree. Um, and man, listen, what he's managed to do up in Toronto, like given his age and given how tired he is and given how beat up he's gotten and given the fact that he can still, he can take that last minute shot, that he doesn't crumble under the pressure, that he doesn't get emotional about shit, that he goes out there and, and will stab you in the heart for the win. Listen. Okay, so your only issue with LeBron is that he left Cleveland to go to Miami. He's, is, am, am, I, am I hearing you correct? I think from a from a all time great standpoint, yeah, the all time greats never would have left the team to go play second fiddle but on somebody else's team. But you just said, but you see, you know you don't fucked up, right? Oh, how's that? You know you don't fucked up. How's that? Because you said you just said it's a different NBA, right? You know you yeah. don't fucked up, right? So it's a different NBA. It's a different players. They they do that now. They leave. They 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 click up now. Carmelo. What he left New York? He, I mean, he left Denver. Like the stars, Dwayne Wade. He left Miami. Went to Chicago. Went back to Miami. The stars leave now. Look, there was only one. Everybody, everybody brings him up. Well, there's really two. But Kobe was in Los Angeles. He was in the prime. Like, okay, when we're talking about tradition amongst the NBA franchises, there's Boston, there's the Lakers, and then there's. <sighs> Chicago's a big market, but, you know, in, in New York, you know, there's a few of these franchises that are like creme de la creme. L.A. is one of them. So you don't leave L.A. You know what I'm saying? You bring people to L.A. When we're talking about Cleveland, they never had a championship there. He left fucking Cleveland. He's been there his whole life. He grew up in Akron. He left and went to Miami, man, and got a couple championships. Then went back and bought him a championship. Yeah, he should have. He's playing like nine straight time. NBA finals. Uh, it'll be eight. This okay. Time. Eight, be, well, assuming they get by whoever's next, they're getting by Boston. They're, I didn't think they're going to get by Toronto. That's what I'm saying, man. Now he's, everybody will say, "Oh, well, he had Kyrie." You know, he's doing it by himself now. Yeah, Kevin Love. Listen, Kevin Love is the Scottie oh, Pippen. My. Kevin Love is the Scottie Pippen of Cleveland. The Scottie Pippen when he was 35. The Scottie Pippen in Portland. You crazy? Man, Kevin Love. <laughs> Kevin Love's the reason LeBron can do what Kevin he does. Kevin Love has been playing well as of late. 
He's been playing well. He only had 13 points in the first game, but he's been playing well as of late. This is the Kevin Love that we expected to see. I mean, yeah, the guy paid like one of the top players in the NBA. Exactly. I'm glad that he's stepping up. I'm glad that he's finally bringing his game to the forefront where LeBron can have somebody to kind of rely on. But I mean, let's make no mistake about it. This is LeBron's team and he's doing it on his own. And Kevin, Kevin Love isn't, he's a 3A. He's not even a 2A. He's a 3A. Ooh, that's rough. I mean, I'm just keeping it 100. Eh, I got to disagree with you on that one. He's been playing well as of late. We'll see. I mean, like, so you're you're saying that we can depend on him night in and night out? Yeah. When he's healthy? Ooh, yeah, I don't know about all that. Anyways, the point being, you know what? I respect LeBron, and I, I respect what the player he's turned into. Yeah, see, that's crazy because the player that he's turned, he's gotten better damn near every year. On, on yeah, it's hard to argue against him at this point. Yeah, he, I mean, first he didn't have a jumper. Now he developed a jumper. Like I said, I didn't know that he was second in three-pointers made in the history of the NBA playoffs. That's an amazing feat. Um, let's move along. Boston. Boston. Woo. Brad Stevens is probably, if he's not coach of the year, which D'Antoni might deserve it, but this guy, man, is he draws up some – he is a great guy, man, drawing up plays, man. That, that play that they called – did you watch the game? Yeah. When they threw it yeah, – I mean, that out-of-bounds play to uh, Horford. Yep. Great play call, man, to win the game, man. And Boston, man, with all these injuries, they lost Gordon Hayward. They lost Kyrie. Uh, Smart's been out. I mean, just plethora of injuries. And these guys just continue to roll. I, I didn't see them getting this far. I didn't. I mean, it looks like they're going to make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. I, had, I thought it was going to be Philadelphia and Toronto. So it goes to show you that, you know, I don't know everything. I know damn near everything, but, you know, sometimes I'm wrong. And Philadelphia, they should have kept Meek locked up a little longer, man. And I think they might have been a little more successful. I mean, as soon as he got out, man, they haven't won a game. That's all I'm saying. Soon as Meek got free, man, they haven't won a game yet, man. That's a lot of whackness to put on Meek. That's the truth. I don't know if that's whackness. Those are the I guarantee you in in the Philadelphia barbershop, they're saying the same thing. I'm willing to bet you, man, I'm shit. I'm just keeping it funky. Uh moving over to the Western Conference. Houston versus Utah. Tough. Donovan Mitchell, man. That that kid, man, he's nice, man. But Houston ain't fucking around. They're like, yo, okay. We're not about to let this this young punk rookie man beat us how he did uh OKC. That's not happening, man. He's shooting 32%. Averaging 16 points after I, I mean, he was averaging like somewhere out 27 against OKC. <clears throat> the series is 2-1. Houston with a resounding victory on Friday. They were up by 30 at the half. It was just like, okay, you know, we're about to come out. And show you boys, man, that we ain't fucking around. You know what I mean? You guys are in the way. And we're in FA. You watch any of that game? Not that one. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think that one's going to be over shortly. Just as well as New Orleans, Golden State. Golden State just hammered uh, the Pelicans. Is there a better team than Golden State, though? Absolutely not. I, I just... Absolutely not. <laughs> it's so... Like watching them play right now is like watching the Bulls in the '90s when you just knew they were gonna roll through everybody and everybody's like, "Oh no, these guys can do it." Oh no, they got a chance. Like, nah, not really. You, yeah. you don't really have that chance. Yeah, I'm just waiting to see the Western Conference Finals if it's Houston and Golden State, like everybody is anticipating. Um, 
Because, I mean, you know, Houston is, they, they got a lot of offensive firepower. When Gordon's playing like the way he is coming off the bench, they got Trezor, Trevor Ariza who's playing well. Chris Paul and, and and James Harden. I I when the trade was made, I thought it was a bad trade because I what for both, Harden? No, for Paul oh. because I thought they were both ball dominant. You know, Chris Paul likes to have the ball in his hands a lot, and and so did Harden. But they they have found a happy medium. They found to make it work, and they are they're going to be a tough out. You know, uh, the the more I keep watching them, I, I, <laughs> I just can't bet against Golden State in a shootout. I can't either. Because they just have one too many weapons. Like, I mean, you got Clay and, and Steph on the outside, and either one of them can play inside, but they're primarily the you know three point uh, uh, shooters. And then KD can just embarrass you inside. He can, he can, yeah, he, he's got middle game, and that's the equalizer. Like, when the three point shots aren't falling, he can just take you in there and knock down the, the 11 footer, the 12 footer. He's He's got the, you know, the little turnaround where he could just shoot over you because he's 6'11, man, and he's got long ass arms, and you, you can't block it, man. You got Draymond Green, man, who's a point forward, man, who's third in the playoffs in assists. Draymond's he's a, a beast. forward, and he's third in the playoffs in he's assists. He's dirty as fuck, but he's a beast. Man, you got to be dirty. You gotta be. You gotta have that guy. You gotta have a goon on your squad. Yeah. You gotta have a hitter, man. And he's and he's that guy, man. And so, I, you know, I think it's gonna be a good series. Houston has home court advantage. Um, you know, Chris Paul. I know he's got a chip on his shoulder. Uh, I know Harden wants to prove that he's just not a regular season player, and he can elevate his game in the playoffs on on the biggest stage. And so I think that's what everybody's looking for because truth be told, I think that's going to decide who wins the NBA Finals. I mean, I talked about that last week, and so you think if Houston beats Golden State, they can beat uh, uh, whoever? LeBron? Yes. Yeah. Yes, whoever. Mm. I don't care if it's if it's well, we know it's not going to be Toronto. Uh, so I don't you know, Cleveland or or Boston. Uh, yeah. Good luck against Golden State or Houston. Good luck. Yeah. No doubt about okay. it. Okay. Easy peasy. Moving along and speaking of easy peasy, Angels coming to town to take two out of three. Mike Trout. <clears throat> I don't know if you guys ever heard of this guy, man. He just, all he did was hit nine of 14 out of three games. Jesus. Yeah, nine of 14. That's with a homer. That's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, give us, what, what's his batting average? Come on, give us that wazoo math. What's the batting average on that? Uh, gotta be able to play in the seven seven fifty. Hey, I don't know a whole lot to a little. I mean, yeah, he he was doing his nine thing, of man. fourteen. Yeah, that's that's like uh, yeah seven yeah. fifty. Nine of fourteen. No, six man. six seven hundred. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's he, huge. he stayed on the base a lot, man. And the Angels come into town, man. Uh, Albert Pujols got three thousand. Three thousand. Three thousand hits. I mean, they just had, they just came in here and just had a party on us, man. <clears throat> it was a game where we we could have got. I think we could have took you know. Taking over first place, man. If we, you know, were supposed to do what we were supposed to do, but Angels are a better team. They just got a little more firepower than us, man. Their pitching's a little bit better. You know, my my residential baseball guy's not here, man. But I was, you know, I was side eyeing her. I don't really give. I don't really. I talked to her in the dark. You know Honestly, I mean? man, I feel like most Mariners fans are in an abusive relationship. Yeah, because. Every beginning of every season, yo, it's gonna be the year. We're doing great. Halfway I through just the season, get to the playoffs, man. Halfway through the season, she turns around and starts going out behind your back. Yeah. So, like I said, I only talk to her when it's dark on the late night, man. But Angels came into town, did what they're supposed to do. Pujols only the thirty-second player with three thousand hits, and I think he's the fourth with three thousand hits and over six six hundred homers. 
joining the likes of Hank Aaron, uh, Willie Mays, Ooh, Hammer and Hank Aaron, yeah, Alex Rodriguez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was it. Was a tough, tough day on the diamond, man, for the M's. Uh, what else we got up? Oh well, you know, you heard about Ichiro, right? Oh yeah, Ichiro step. I don't. Now that's weird because he's not weird. retiring. Nah, he's just uh, he's moving just the chilling. front office. Yeah, he's just moving in the front it's, office. It's like a no-show job for the government. It's yeah, like, it's like yo, his paycheck. Can can he speak English? I I think he speaks all right English, but like he's so, got that sense of, of pride where he doesn't want to unless it's perfect, he doesn't want to do it. So he just doesn't speak it in public much. Right. But they're just like, yeah, I'm not gonna retire. I'm just gonna hang out. In the clubhouse and just chill and do whatever the like fuck I want to do. Like assistant to the GM yeah, or something. Yeah, I'm just gonna chill, man, and just you know keep catching in these chizaks because I'm Ichiro. But really, I think they're um they're not having him retire just yet because next year the M's open up in Japan, and I think they want to roll him out as the ambassador, and then he'll probably retire right off into the sunset after you know they open up in Japan. Riding a big fat money truck. Yeah. Something along those lines. Speaking of money truck, Earl Thomas is skipping all the voluntary workouts for the Seahawks this year. Or thus far this year because he wants a money truck. He wants to be paid. And uh, I thought he was going to be traded by now, but he hasn't been. And he wants to be paid, so he's not going to be at the workout so far. So I think E.T.'s time in, in Seattle is is not long. Yeah, it's like almost like the movie. I think E.T. needs to go home. He's from Dallas, so E.T. needs to go home. Uh, Whether it's Dallas, Houston, you know, if you don't want to be here. I'm, I'm a big fan. If a guy doesn't want to be here, man, then, you know, shit. And honestly, man, the way the way the Hawks are going, man, it looks like Carol and Schneider are just blowing it up. They're just like, fuck it. We're getting rid of everybody we don't absolutely have to have. It's time. The window's closed with the, with the current group of guys, the L.O.B. Uh, we just released Chris, I mean... Uh, Cliff, excuse me, Cliff Averill, who failed his physical on Thursday. Um, that with uh, Michael Bennett, who we, we traded to Philadelphia. Sherman gone. Sherman's gone. Uh, E.T. wants to phone home. Cam Chancellor's probably not going to play. You know, so like, you know, the writing's on the wall, man. You know, it's disappointing, but it is what it is. You know, we got to keep in mind that it is a business. And, it, you know, football is just like gangbang. It's a young man's sport. No, I'm just serious. It's, oh, it's yeah. a young man's sport, man. And so, shit, man. I wish I wish uh, Cliff Averill, you know, I wish him well. I know he was heavily involved in the community, did a lot of good stuff in the community, man, and was a cornerstone, man, to the LOB, man. So, you know. LOB is LO gone. It's LO gone, man. Like I said, man. <clears throat> This draft class and this free agency class, man, this this year, this this football season coming up is going to prove a lot, man, of where Pete Carroll and his legacy and where Snyder and and, and where we're headed, man. And is, is, is Russell Wilson the guy, man? Are we going to – I mean, do these guys really have an eye for talent, man, or, they, or did they just find lightning in a bottle? Or do they really know how to recruit and cultivate and – you know, put players, I mean, you know, because they kind of revolutionized the game, man. You never seen safeties as big as Cam Chancellor coming down into the box, man, or Richard Sherman, cornerbacks that were 6'3. And then we had a a, a spark plug of a safety like Earl Tom. We kind of changed the way, man, guys are drafting. Uh, and, and, and Marshawn. And yeah. Marshawn, yeah. Well, I mean, I mean there, before Marshawn, there was always big, bruising running backs that you would try to uh, build your offense around, like, you know, Earl. Earl Campbell, uh, 
running back from Baltimore. I can't I I can't think of his name. Jamal what was it Lewis? There's always been I mean that that's nothing new, man. You know, run the ball and play great defense. I'm just saying when we were you were seeing safeties that were six three, two twenty, who were more like linebackers who were enforcers, where you were seeing cornerbacks who were brash and who were long in your face. I mean, the, the style of defense that we played, we changed the way that the game was played. You know, we changed the rules. They they brought a legislation out where you couldn't hand check and, t- you know, <clears throat> touch receivers after five yards, man. We revolutionized the NFL, man. And so I'm just hoping that we're able to dip back into that bag and, and, and find that same magic again. Man. It ain't going to matter unless you get an offensive line. Well, we drafted all. We we got a lineman. We got a couple linemen. We got the guy out of Ohio State. Uh, <clears throat> we got a uh, another guy from Alabama. That was where was he at? He was he was with the New York Giants. I can't think of his name. I, I should have my notes. I'm sorry. Uh, I just we're it, gonna be all right. I don't know, man. I, I didn't tough, ask you if you know. I'm I'm telling you, we're gonna be all right. It's a tough division this year, man. The Rams and the Niners are both looking really good. And like to hate who? on the Niners all you want, but they're looking good. To who? Dog, five straight at the end of that season. Well, okay, what, what what was your guys' record? What did you guys finish? I don't know, but without those five wins, it would have been a lot worse. Okay, so I mean, yeah, I mean, you guys are still trash, man. <laughs> okay, you got Garoppolo, man. You guys still don't have a running back, man. We don't listen. <clears throat> The NFL. Yeah, but now we got the best DB in the game. Okay, okay. The N- yeah, the best DB in the game three, four years ago. The NFL, once they get tape on you, once they start watching your tendencies and what you do, we'll see what he can do, man, coming around next year. We'll see. They got the, okay, they, they, the NFL is aware of who Garoppolo is. Yeah. Man. So we'll see. You know what I mean? I don't know how good he is. It's just like Deshaun Watson. He was good his rookie year, but like when you do it a second year, then we know you're the truth. Yeah, no, I agree. I just I, I think that the division looks really tough this year, and I don't think the Hawks can make an impact in it unless they have that shit together like they had it together when, when this whole thing first started. Yeah, well, like I said, our biggest issue was running the ball. We got a running back. See, what that's why the one thing that we have that – all the other teams don't have within our division is a quarterback and a quarterback that's won in the playoffs that's a proven winner i think he's like second all time in wins i mean for his, like, in his short, so he, he's still to me probably top three in the league yeah he's top three so that's what we have okay jared goff yeah he looked good but he lost his first playoff game uh sam bradford Eh, yeah okay he's at arizona i'm not worried about him and like you said garoppolo we'll see do it again do it again when it really counts. Do it again when guys are up for you and they're studying for you and they're going to take away the running game and they're going to make you beat us. Then I'll then I'll I'll be convinced. But until then, you got to show me. From St. Louis, show me state. You got anything else for us, man? What you listening to, man? What what what, what are you bumping in your car on the way here, man? Uh, the new Royce Five Nine. Man, you're a big fan of that guy. I appreciate the the way he raps, man. Oh, and honestly, the, the single he dropped with Eminem, if Eminem had been rapping like that on his last album, it wouldn't have flopped. I just, people don't people don't want to hear that no more. Eminem, his style of rap. I was no, listening to his songs. Evolved, and no, he, no, man, his last album was Basura. It was just, it was. Ooh, ooh what was that? Oh, basura, what was that? Trash. What language was that, I'm saying? Spanish. Oh, okay. You speak I, Spanish? You probably I, man, I worked in kitchen. I speak kitchen Spanish. Oh, okay. <laughs> I speak kitchen Spanish. All right, Um... But that that album was it was trash, and it wasn't because like, and, and again, it's like Wale. It's not that anything on there was technically bad; it just didn't work. Right. But if he'd have been rapping like he was rapping on that single with Royce, whew, 
Yeah. I haven't checked it out. And I don't have any plans to check it out. That's just me. That's did, all right. Didn't, didn't, wasn't Kendrick Lamar here last week? Or no, last night, right? I don't know. Oh, you don't follow Kendrick? I, I like Kendrick. I, 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 when I listen to Kendrick, I see a bunch of shit that's amazing, but it just, it doesn't grab me. Whoa. You don't, Kendrick doesn't grab you? You don't fuck with Kendrick? No, I fuck with Kendrick. Like, I recognize that what he does is great, like, technically and everything else. Like, I see how it all works, but it's just never, okay, it's never hit with me. You're, you're speaking some cold language here. Like, what, what, wait, what, is, what does that mean, Keith? Like, technically, I see how it all works. I'm talking about lyricists, like him rapping. Now, like lyrically, he, he's ill. Oh, okay. Lyrically, he's got bars. Like, none of that, it's nothing, nothing he did wrong. It's just, okay, cool. Oh, you just don't. The message doesn't resonate with you. Well, a lot of it doesn't. And, oh, okay. And well, I don't know. I don't, I don't necessarily know that for for him. That's I'm the audience he's going for. Right. I feel you. Hey man, that's brutal. I, I, I can dig it, man. I've been on uh, Rich the Factor, man. Huh? CEO of the Blacktop, man. There you go. Yeah, Rich the Factor, man. Always comes through with slappers, man. You know what I mean? Get up on that, man. Did you did you ever get up on it? I told you what to go. We were supposed to go out to that, man. What the Rich the Factor win? Yeah. Heartless. I was like, man, I want to go out to Heartless. Oh, man, like, you never texted me. Oh, I told you, though. Oh, yeah, you, you, gave, you, you gave me the wink me. and the gun, man. Ah, I said text me, homie. Oh, okay, man. I've been on that, man. And, you know, I listen to a whole bunch of different shit, man. I've, was, I've been on Jacob Banks, man. Monster. Uh, man, I listen to a whole bunch. Man, you'll be surprised, man. You get into my ride, man. Listen to my playlist, man. It's not all hardcore hip hop, man. It's you know, no, honestly, like shit, man. Most of the time lately, I've been listening to the fucking radio because my kid loves ninety two point five. Oh, okay. My, my, she's eight. She likes pop music, so like I get stuck listening to all this weird shit. Right, not ninety three point three, huh? They're back. I know they're back. I don't know. If that's Summer good or jams bad. coming. Right. Well, uh, seems like that wraps it up for us, man. You got any news that they can use? Um, it's getting warm out, man. Stay hydrated. Right, it is getting warm out, man. Which I'm happy, and uh, you know, I, I can wear some shorts and shit, man. And it's a, it's a good deal, man. Uh, the news that I can use, man, is just love each other, man. Love yourself, spread love, man. Be happy, man. Smile, man. Try to live in the present, man. Like I said, man, that's all you got, man. It's the motherfucking present. You did. I dig. Uh, where can they find us at again, man? iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio. Anywhere you really listen to podcasts, you can find. Say that then. Say that then. We everywhere like air, man. And hey, one more time, man. <clears throat> if I have to do this show one more week by myself, it's going to be Say That Then featuring Melly Montana, man. I'm going to need to get a little more credits, man, or something, man. I'll, I'll work. I'll have my agent call your agent, man, and we'll, we'll work out all the numbers and shit. You got it. We out.